so much to do, so little time, including the Fast Five at Five-ish. Five somewhat quick headlines right now in the Fast Lane. It's time for the Fast Five at Five-ish. Five fast-paced, quick-witted things you need to know right now. Number five. So you know in the fast lane, we are champions of women's sports. In Olympic sports, particularly when they occur in the spring, which is not all that's included in the new NCAA deal with ESPN and Disney, worth $115 million annually for coverage of 40 championship events domestically. 21 women, 19 men. This does not include the NCAA men's basketball tournament. In case you are wondering, it does include the women's basketball tournament, and it runs through 2032, which is important to note because that is concurrent with 2031 being the time when CBS and Warner Brothers Discovery, their partnership around the NCAA men's tournament expires. Uh, it's worth noting this, of course, because uh, this is a deal that used to pay pay $40 million annually. Now, almost three times an increase in the amount of exposure. Yes, people point to how things are changing the landscape of college football, but look beyond that. Look at the fact that other sports are also gaining interest when it comes to viewership and entertainment because it's still unscripted, it is still very live and in the moment, and it's extremely exciting for those of us that like to see other sports grow and just like to see the fact that women's sports has taken off and grown. I get it, there's a sector of the media where it's sports is the old boys club and women aren't allowed and we shouldn't discuss women's sports. Uh, we have evolved as a society beyond that, I would like to believe, or at least our listeners generally, would fit that description. So this is big in terms of that and it also is big because the NCAA valued women's basketball rights during this negotiations around $65 million annually, which is about a little under two-thirds, but well over 50% of the $115 million annually that this new package gets. That shows the value of women's sports, Olympic sports, and in particular, women's basketball, as we have seen for countless times. Number four. Black Monday is approaching the NFL and... North Turner, the former Washington Commanders coach, had this to say in the Athletic.com's recent article on what this event is like. Quote, on being fired in Washington, D.C., quote, I never felt anything negative about being fired in Washington because I knew what was going on behind the scenes. It was an impossible situation, and it proved to be that for another 20 years, end quote. Well, hello, the zinger continues from someone else. Look, I love it from North Turner. Please tell us what you believe it was like with the chaos that occurred under the Dan Snyder era in Washington, D.C. We all know it's been chaotic, but now to get a former coach that just flat out has no issue coming out and speaking about chaotic ownership, it's rather telling in a very entertaining way. Speaking of chaotic ownership, by the way. Number three. Carolina Panthers owner David Tepper, whose net worth is estimated at $20.6 billion, was fined $300,000 by the NFL for his actions this past weekend in Jacksonville. Um, So here's the thing. My question is where the money goes on this. Everyone's done the calculations. $300,000 to a guy that's worth $20.6 billion is like finding the average person like a couple bucks. It really doesn't do very much. But my question is where does this money go? Does it go to a league charity? 
does it go back to the owners in a world where revenue split occurs so $9,375 if you split it 32 ways would go back to the Carolina Panthers anyway boy that would be such an NFL thing if there ever was one but then of course there's a David Tepper supposed apology his statement which he said quote I am deeply passionate about this team and regret my behavior on Sunday of course he's not elaborating and he's kind of defending it by saying I'm deeply passionate Tepper added, I should have not, should have let NFL Stadium security handle any issues that arose. Not, I shouldn't have done this. And Tepper added, I respect the NFL's code of conduct and accept the league's discipline for my behavior. Code for, if this is all they're going to do to me for this issue, I have no reason to feel all that sorry for it or object to anything that might have occurred. Number two. The college football playoffs seeing their third best semifinal audience yet with Michigan's win over Alabama drawing 27.2 million viewers and the Washington-Texas game drawing 18.5 million viewers. Uh, It only validates the ESPN and Fox approach about the value of big brands and how, yes, a school like Liberty might get one of the bursts to the upcoming college football playoff, but that's it. Here's the other thing. And this is the point we'll get to in. And number one on the Fast Five at five. This number could have been larger if you didn't start a game like Washington, Texas around 8, 9 p.m. Eastern time, which means everybody on the East Coast strained to stay up and watch it, and some of them ended up checking out. Again, catering to West Coast audience, although at least I get it with Washington being in the playoff. And there is your Fast Five at 5 That will do it for us today here in the Fast Lane. Keep those thoughts coming. We owe you getting to those next week in the Fast Lane. And keep it locked to the CBS Sports Radio Lynchburg Facebook page for a refresher on games this weekend. Trey and I are back Monday, 5 to 6.